You are now listening to Two Seater Radio. Give me the motherfucking gun, Trey.
confirm how many lives have been lost, but the notorious organization Armada 6 has claimed responsibility for this devastating act. We can only hope and pray at this point. another episode of two seater radio it's actually a special edition episode uh we're doing it in partner with our guys over at player 99 so shout out to them shout out to trap shout out to e everybody that kind of made this introduction and just crossed this bridge with a uh, two seater um e you the one person on this call i know that I, I i got a relationship with and you've introduced me to these guys i would definitely love if you let me know who it is we got on the line right now and and what your relationship is with them and, and what we got going on. Yeah, man. Um, before I start, I just want to say thank you again for the opportunity, you know, come on, talk about everything, what we what we doing, what we've been, and you know, where we trying to go. Um, on the call today uh, with me, I got Dante. Uh, Dante is the man out in Portland, doing some amazing things. Uh, he's accompanied by two of his homies, uh, James and, and Brandon. And, um, you know, Dante's been doing a lot of cool things out in Portland um, and expanding the culture and, and just, just putting on uh, things in the right way and in the right light. 
I'm not bad, not Brandon. <laughs> but uh, uh, they've been doing things and putting it on in the right light and just making it make sense. And um, yeah, just wanted to take this time, kind of highlight him again. Uh, and again, like what we're trying to do for the future as far as from Portland take. Um, people kind of know what we do from an Atlanta take and yeah. and also in other places. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pass it over to Dante. And before we jump off, so with Player 99, y'all are bringing in uh, Dante and, and his partners to like just expand the Player 99 brand and movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the gist of it. Um, I was in Portland for, for a while, uh, a couple of years ago. Um, and I just understood that um, something was missing in Portland from, from the aspect of, you know, just bringing people out showing the sophistication of, you know, black and brown people mm -hmm. um, and just really highlighting, you know, what people can do through music, art, you know, fashion, et cetera, outside of just, you know, coming to work for the big corporations out there. So I was there, there wasn't too much going on, but like soon after the pandemic, I seen Dante just start going crazy. Yeah. And my man yeah. been going crazy ever since. So I was like, just reached out to him. I went to a couple of parties, you know, without letting them know. And I was like, yo, bro, like you're doing some crazy stuff. Like, yeah. how, how would you feel about being a part? And he was like, dog, like I'm, I'm down. I, I'll let him, you know, just go more into it. But you know, we definitely going to jump yeah. all into Dante's yeah. world and see who his partner is. But I wanted to, you know, definitely kick it off because yeah. I think the two-seater audience, you know, and shout out to my brother, Brand. He's uh, also co-founder two-seater on the line right now. Um, our audience is definitely familiar with Player 99. We're familiar with Trap. I think we're also touching new territory, just highlighting what you guys going on and what's happening in Portland and for people that's going to be traveling there. So we're going to definitely dive in. Yeah. And what's happening out there on that side. Yeah. I, I, uh, just to add to it, I think one of the things is that's important is just how we expand and how we all like communicate and network with one another. It's like if we band together, especially during these times, how the digital era is taking over. If we come together and like just, you know, do how we supposed to do things and just show the sophistication that we have as a, as a people, I think, you know, we can move a lot more, a lot faster, a lot more nimble, get messages, uh, you know, shot across and understood, so. For sure. What's good, Dante, man? I, I let E give, you know, his large spiel about Player 99, but I'm really about to jump in your world. First and foremost, I know who you are and we have James on the line. Um, is James your, your your direct business partner and what you're building or, or what's the role there? Uh, James is really my best friend and my brother and also a business partner. Um, I've known James since, shoot, eighth grade and just, you know what I'm saying, just really like my best friend and just the, the person I confide in with just all my ideas and all the planning and stuff like that. So a little bit of everything. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so talk to us, man. Um, what was your what was your introduction into into music, and what was it you know how did you create just the whole vision for sounds by Dante and, and just getting started out there in, in Portland? Um, crazy story, bro. So I started like I feel like it's always been like Emmy, you know, to like DJ. Like growing up, I was always like you know what I'm saying like doing people's like iPods and like stuff like that, but never drew like the parallel with like DJing. And so I started off making beats first. Uh, started in that started that in like 2016. I was doing that for a little bit, and then the one part about I love producing and making beats. But the one thought of, one thing about producing is it's kind of like a waiting game. Like you make beats and you sit and like wait. I'm like, what can I do like in the interim while I'm waiting for people to like you know what I'm saying record and do songs and stuff like that. Yeah. So 
Um, I was in the Air Force for five years. Um, I got out 2020. And the year I was getting out was like right when the pandemic started. So I was like, man, this is like the perfect time to really pick up like a new hobby. Um, and so I remember just sitting in my room and like, yo, I'm gonna like just try to start DJing. Cause when I first started making beats, it was like, I didn't really know which one I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I remember I got on Facebook Marketplace and bought like this small, like, I don't even remember what it was, like a DDJ, like just a little entry controller. Yeah. Um, got it, brought it home. And just how quick I just learned and just understood how to just like do it. I was like, man, this is like mad easy. Um, then I moved back like into 2020, like sort of 2021. Um, and that first year being back, I was just doing like homies, like parties and stuff like that for free. Yeah. Um, was trying real hard to like kind of get into like the bar and club scene, but wasn't nobody really, I mean, hearing me out or trying to like give me a chance. Um, and then um, this bar here called Church. Um, and it was September of 2021. Um, I asked him like, yo, like I'm trying to DJ, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I get like a day to kind of like prove, you know what I'm saying? That I should be like a month of DJs as DJ here. And he gave me a Thursday, which I mean, as a DJ, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, a interview day, you know, let me give you this Thursday to kind of like see what you can do. And then I'll bring you on on weekends after that. And so I was like, okay, like I'm gonna take this day and run it up. So like just with, me and Snacks sat down with just like the marketing it, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to like, I got a dope flyer together. You know what I'm saying? Like even switch up the aesthetic in the bar, going into it to give people a different feel from what they usually get when they walk into church. Right, right, right. Man, like it was just, it blew up, bro. Like it was a blessing, like let the me, bar, me, like. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, I wanna definitely dive into just your whole vision of like what you begin to package when you build around it, because I heard you say you were producing um, I've had prior conversations to you for this interview. Like, <clears throat> were you influenced by things as as far as beat making and edits? Were you influenced by things like Selection or were you more influenced by like the hip hop world as far as producing? Or were you trying to make your own like remixes to shit that was out? Uh, when it comes to producing or DJ? Yeah, when it came to producing before you started jumping into uh, spinning. Nah, I was really influenced by uh, Ninth Wonder. Uh, okay. I remember like really watching like, it's a YouTube series called Rhythm Roulette. I don't know if any of you guys have like seen it, but they pretty much take like, go into a record store blindfolded, grab three random records and make a beat out of it. Um, I remember seeing like Ninth Wonders episode and it's really gravitating towards like, I really want to be like a sample based like producer. So Ninth Wonder, Kanye West, like mm -hmm. those are like my, like my blueprint for like making music. So I didn't really find out about selection remixes until like, honestly, like six, seven months ago, but. Oh, Starting cool. off producing, it was all like Ninth Wonder and Kanye. It was like my influence. Fire, fire, fire. Um, James, let me ask you a question because you obviously the person on this interview that knows down to the best. What do you feel like has like been the biggest piece of like visible growth in what Dante is building um, for his personal brand and within Portland? Um, that's a good question. For Dante, um, it's really just been you know, his natural ability to just understand. Um, like when he said, like he started producing, like I remember one of the first beats he made, I was like, hey, this is fire. And I was like, you, when you, how long you been producing? Like, I just started. And I'm like, dang. And I remember the first time, like like he said, that church event, that first time hearing them DJ, how quick he just caught on to it. Like just naturally just got it. 
you know, and that just comes from this love and passion for music. So like just seeing that and then seeing how it constantly grows, like how he's able to, you know, incorporate different, you know, types of music and styles of music, how he's really carved his lane. You can really tell he's like really passionate about music. And uh, that that right there just, you know, is a domino effect to everything else that goes on. Like he found his niche, he found his, his love, his passion, and then everything else just kind of like fell in line with it. Fire, fire, fire. Brand, I know you on the call and I know you being introduced to these people. I want to know what do you, uh, when you hear Portland, like what, what's the first thing you think about when you hear about the city of Portland? Um, just like a green. I've been there a couple of times for like sports related shit. Um, but yeah, just like for the most part, just like peace and quiet, I feel like, and just like green all around you is all I kind of really think of when I think of Portland from my short time, like being there. Dante, what do you think when you think of people that's not like people from Atlanta, people from Philly, people from LA, what do you think is the first thing that come to mind when you ask them about Portland? Um, man, I feel like you get like a lot of different answers. What Brandon just said is probably one of the top answers you get. Um, just like green and just like nature. Um, being in the military, like a lot of my friends are actually from like Atlanta and Texas and uh, Southern states. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing they always say to me is like, I got black people like in Portland. Cause I feel like the way I carry myself and the things I'm into, people don't, they'd be like, you from, you from Oregon? And I'd be like, bro, like we got, you know what I'm saying? We got black people in Portland. Yeah. We got just as much swag, just as much like, you know what I'm saying? All that people just don't know that there's, that exists here. So right. I think when people think here, they're kind of like, curious as to like what goes down here so yeah so so coming off of that people that are from portland are you a portland like native like you was born and raised there okay born and raised, yeah. so where do people like that are residents of portland where do they go to discover like what's new or what's happening outside of the city like i know you know for two-seater i think a lot of people in philly or other areas might fuck with two-seater because we tap in with people like player 99 and people like y'all in portland or what's happening in la um, and I know E, you'll say the same thing about people in Atlanta. Like people look to y'all to see what's the shit moving in and out in and outside the city. So like, what do people in Portland look to, to be hip to what's happening like on a larger scale outside of Portland? Um, it's a good question, bro. I think it really just depends on like what you're into. Cause the thing that I love about Portland is like, it's a salad bowl to where there's so many different aesthetics, so many different people. And I'm say, saying, even as like a black man, like black people here, like aren't monolithic. Like we're into like all different types of stuff. So I think it really just depends on what your interests are. You know what I'm saying? Like me, myself being like a DJ and being like more of a like R&B based, like oldies, you know what I'm saying? Like type DJ. I feel like people who like that aesthetic will go to me and see like, okay, what I'm doing. And then kind of it's like a, like a domino effect to find out like, okay, what else is going on? Like that I may not know about type thing. So. I think it really just depends on what your interests are and then finding that person here that provides that. And then, you know what I'm saying, just going from there. You know, I think I think you tapping in with Player 99 and, and being a part of what they got going on definitely is going to like open up just your whole base, being able to see so much more shit that's happening with you and how you're tied into that shit. Um, yeah, that's the plan, yeah. You know, because how do you feel about, and I, and I know you do a lot of the smooth shit. I know about your event, Brown Sugar, and I definitely want you to get into like the things you've developed already. Um, how do you feel about the current landscape of like what's new in music and what's coming up? Are you a fan of that? Or are you kind of just like the lock in on your, your, your lane of uh, what your most, your biggest interests are? Um, 
I mean, as a DJ, I like to put myself in, like, I find enjoyment in, like, finding new music. So, like, me, somebody, I'm a very, like, hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, R&B-based person. Like, my favorite rapper is Rhapsody. So, like, just to give a, a palette for, like, what I'm into. But when it comes to, like, you know what I'm saying, the little babies and the young, and, you know what I'm saying, the dirks and stuff like that, I love that stuff, too. But it's not like when I get in my car, it's not what I put on. It doesn't mean I don't like it and I don't enjoy it. It's just not like my my go-to. So for me, it's a thing to where like I have to like indulge myself in that culture to where when I put on like an artist that's maybe not in my palette, I find out where they're from. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to visually see like how they do their day-to-day. -day. So when I'm listening to it, I'm listening with like a different ear. That allows me to be more like receptive to like what they're saying in their music. You know what I'm saying? So um, I love all walks of music. I'm a big advocate of like, no music is trash. It's just maybe not for me. I think the only thing that makes something trash is if you're not putting your all into it. So um, I love everything that's going on in the music scene, DJ scene, all that, but just my palette is much more so like hip hop and R&B, but I love everything. What are the, your top three like local um, fashion, like looks or, or brands that are like in Portland right now? just to put our, our listeners on and like get people hip to really like what's happening in this city? Uh, top three, this is not like in, in order or anything, but just be that, I mean, I love and enjoy. You have uh, Winters Island, you have uh, Loyalty, I think it's, I know it's next, is it, is it Loyalty X Love? Is that how you pronounce it? Love. One more time, sorry. Loyalty and Love. Loyalty and Love is pretty fire too. Um, and then there's also uh, a, a collective here called Produce that do some like dope stuff too. So um, those are the three out top that I would I would say I really enjoy out here. Definitely hope people is happening and look into those. Um, do you, how do you feel like Nike and Adidas has helped or hurt like the Portland scene to be able to develop on like an organic level? Um, I can't think of ways it's like hurt in any way. Like, excuse me. Um, Nike being here definitely has like helped, you know, like meeting people like E yeah. or even you coming out here next week, like Nike's and Adidas brings out a lot of creative people from across the world, um, which allows for us to have these conversations we're having right now. So I yeah. think them being here is a draw for people to come here. And then what we're trying to do with Player 99 is just creating a foundation. So when people come here, they know, they can attach themselves to the things that they love mm -hmm. in their own cities. You know what I'm saying? So I think it helps in that way. I kind of want all three of y'all to give me one. I'm about to answer, ask a question. Um, what's the three must-visit food spots in Portland? And each of y'all can give one, and so we can get a total of three, three spots. Sure. Um, I would say I'm a food cart uh, dude myself. Um, there's the silent food carts. That's over, I think, on Hawthorne, if I'm not mistaken. I would say there. Um, Trap Kitchen, another food cart that's on 80 seconds, pretty fire. Um, and for a third, Dude's Grill on Sandy. That's my three. Man, that's a that's a tough one, man. Portland, that's one thing Portland's known for is their food. Uh, we got good food. Um, everybody eats downtown's fire. Um, I'm a big like fish person. I like seafood. You know, we got. Um, you know, uh, what is it, JJ's? The, no, not JJ's, but um, <laughs> I was about to say, E, we in Atlanta. What's, what's going on? Uh, about to say, nah, if JJ's ever came to Portland, boy, it's over with. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, yeah, I went Atlanta right there, but not JJ's. But um, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. But on MLK, got the fish food cart. Um, fish fish fusion. Yeah, fish fusion, fish on the stick. Yeah, fire. Um, man, we can go all down about food, but them two right there hits every time. Yeah, yeah no, they all said some good ones. Uh, definitely Portland's like food truck, food cart city. Yeah. Um, I remember before. Uh, I forgot the hotel name downtown. They just built it, but before they built that, they used to have a whole bunch of food trucks there. And there was a couple of them I used to like really rock with. They gone now. I don't even think they back in business, but um, aside from food carts, food trucks, um, I just give you my favorite. It's a lot of them, bro. But um, shout out to Sunshine Noodle. Uh, Diane, she's a crazy chef. So she throws like these pop-up restaurants. And like you gotta really follow her to know like the next one. So she did rev. She had Reverie. She had Pray and Tell. And now she got Sunshine Noodle. So um, she always gonna give you like some type of cuisine, some Asian cuisine that's like simple but elevated, super elevated. Um, I like Medi- uh, Mediterranean food. So Mediterranean exploration. Bussin. Sorry. They they uh, they they got some really good like mixtures of hummus. Um, and let me see if I got another one. Uh, just getting. I'll, I'll just shout them out because I well, just y'all like was only supposed to get one each, bro. So they are. Oh my bad, my bad. Down, oh, like, one like, sorry, oh, my bad. <laughs> so don't even feel the pressure. Um, no, I, I wanted to definitely use this time for people that's like just not hip to what's going on in Portland. I always do that, especially when I tap in with somebody new in a new city, um, specifically uh, from two seater angle what's going on, who they should be shopping with, looking at, what's the food spots, what's the scene like. Um, Dante, I would love for you to shout out, you know, the different events or spots you got or, you know what I mean, that you built so that people know what to look for if they visit in the city. Um, and, and anything else you might just want people to know, you know what I mean, as we wrap this up. Uh, for sure. Well, I have a party I throw um, every, it's not going to be every, every, Every other Thursday, it's called Brown Sugar. It's on uh, Psychic Bar on Mississippi. And then I have another party I do. It's going to be on weekends. It's called All Love. We had the first one, I think it was two weeks ago now. And we're planning the the second one for end of June, early July. So um, my Instagram is Sounds by Dante. So follow me there. I'll put all my updates on my page. So just tap in. And we got a special guest set at the next uh, Brown Sugar, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look forward yes, to it, man. Shout out to E for the link, the Player Ninety Nine team. Uh, Brandon, was there anything that you figure you might want to ask, or or you you just learning about to look into these folks? Yeah, I'm just learning from the conversation, bro. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all. Um, like, shout out to Player Ninety Nine Radio for you know what I'm saying doing a special episode where we could collab with y'all and just be on y'all home built platform and shit so hard man um shout out to dante for just providing the space and curating the community out there in portland and james shout out to you you know what i'm saying it's not like having your day ones background brand is my day one man we've been building this two-seater thing but it, it go way back to shit six seven years old like so you know i know how that shit is it's fire to be building something with family um and, and just look forward to just continue to build with y'all yo all right man thank you for having me bro for sure, for sure. So, thank y'all for having us, man. Two seater, two seater, two seater. Another mix on the way. Seven.
Okay, callers, um, we're going to go ahead and open up these phone lines. I need y'all to call in. Let me know what y'all want to hear tonight, you know. If you with somebody, you know, you want me to put something on, you know, we're going to do that for you. Um, right now, what we going to do, though, you know, I, want, I need everybody to call in, um, you know, if you, if you ain't got nobody, you know, we need everybody to describe, like, that perfect person. And, and, what, and what would you say to that perfect person, you know what I'm saying, if given a chance? How important is conversation? I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you. I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you. I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you. Get down with you, get down with you. I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you. I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you. I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you. Yeah. Cartesia phone, play this while you sleep so you never really sleep alone. I'm keeping on to the break of dawn. If the pussy tight, stopped at the light bag. Your wife caught her looking twice. She said, Yeah, Dom, go ahead, boy, you looking right. No, I got my stripes, I could never live a rookie life. Still trying to get up in the nookie, plus a cookie's nice. She give me private shows and don't have to pay the booking price. Passion wanna give me two mil for the booking rights. If I lived in New York, I'd probably be the Brooklyn type. Niggas from the hood don't be acting all shook at night. Tattoo tears and niggas never even took a life I swear to y'all niggas nowadays don't be looking right It's girls in the kitchen that don't be cooking right With so much drama from my OBM It's kinda hard being from this fucking OPM And that's real I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you Come on, get down with you Come on, get down with you I need an interview, I'm trying to get down with you
I got diamonds to win since he's sliding both in. Dice rolling on the Las Vegas trip tonight. Slip that on and we might miss the fight. Fuck a lot, I keep the wallet in my shorty bag. You know she mind me, mind me, she tattoo that ass. Double, double, she got a toy. Keep it coming, you a rider. It's that roll myself a day and count my figure shit. Stepping out, I feel like I'm that nigga shit I drop 30 on this room, we ain't gon' sleep for shit If I catch you knocking off, then it's gon' be some shit Well, you can do what you wanna Live how you wanna Spin what you wanna Be who you wanna be We all stunner Till I D.I.E. Fine like this, I mean, blow your mind like this. Nigga, watch don't shine like this. If it's taking it, it don't tell time like this. 